Relevant content for our members by our members. This is TMC Connect. So everybody got back uneventfully from Chicago. Yes. Yep. Goodness. <laughs> to those of you logging on and seeing a lot of people better looking than Rob and Robbie, I'll I'll explain shortly. So. <clears throat> So here, so here's a question for the group. That phone call was from a loan officer that said, "I just, we just closed this loan like on Monday, and the people absolutely hate the house, hmm. and they're going to sell it." Wow. Um. Okay. Hmm. So do I hold on to that because if I deliver, I'm going to get smacked upside the head when they pay it off. If I don't deliver it, I might be holding it for. Who knows how long while they try to sell it and find something else. I've never had that's a new one. Who buys a house and hates it as soon as they move in it? Apparently, like uh, 30% of everybody that bought a house last year. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. Did you hate it the week you move in? I never heard somebody hate the house. Oh my gosh. Though I will say I sold a house that um, I mean, we never wasn't when we lived in it, it was an investment property that the people were coming in from out of state. They never saw it. Their realtor did them like a, you know, a zoom call. They looked at it. I thought, well, what happens if they get here and they hate it, but I haven't heard from them. So I guess they like, it. I don't know. Teresa, tell them that instead of date the rate, maybe it's hate the new rate. Uh, yeah. Show them uh, what oh they signed and, and what it would be if they locked or found a new one today. Oh my gosh. I don't I got to go look it up here in a second and see what the deal is. I haven't heard too much of the date, the rate, uh, you know, banter since rates got up into the sevens. That's uh, that's a that's a tough rate to date. It doesn't matter. How, <laughs> how that's the rate you take home from the bar when it's three a.m. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Happy Friday, everyone. Rich Swarbinski with the Mortgage Collaborative here once again with the rundown with Robin Rich, where we take into the weekend by running through the week that was in the mortgage industry. If it isn't obvious already, Rob and Robbie unavoidably detained this week. Wanted to go ahead and do the show anyway, and having such a great week at TMC Chicago. Um, to kick off TMC Chicago this week, we did a, a debate. It was like a modeled after a, a presidential debate. And the debate was, which is the superior mortgage banking model? And we had the people that you see uh, in your uh, Brady Bunch boxes right now, representing bank, credit union, large IMB, small IMB, another that couldn't make it on FinTech, but it was really fun. We made it funny. The candidates went at each other, but in a playful way, it was entertaining. It was informative. And uh, it was so good that I invited all our debate panelists back for the rundown to get the group back together also and to get their their takeaways from what was really a great week out in Chicago. So want this to be interactive today, as it always is with the audience. So want to focus today less on the depressing news headlines we've been covering largely this year, more on what lenders are doing to make themselves stronger uh, right now. And we saw so much of that this week. It was so good and so refreshing to see lenders focused on the future. A bunch of companies and people you know have been through these cycles, will come out on the other end of this cycle, 
just talking with one another about forward thinking and forward looking things. And we'll get some more of that today and uh, take you into the weekend with some some optimism and love here on the rundown. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let me start out by introducing our co-hosts for today. Uh, first is the uh, SVP of Operations for People's Mortgage, uh, former Rundown co-host in the past, Katie Klaus. Katie, great to see you. Good to see you, Rich. Hailing from the uh, housing bubble poster children. Uh, poster of a- risk child. Of, yep. Poster yeah. child for risk. Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale area. Um, and, and Katie represented large IMBs uh, on our debate, which Peoples is, uh, representing the small IMB, the president, founder, owner, top producer, uh, Miss Cleaner, Everything. bottle washer, <laughs> do it all, do it all. For Western Ohio Mortgage, obviously hailing from Western Ohio, Teresa Rose. Teresa, great to see you. It was so much fun seeing everybody and being actually in a real conference with you know real people. Adult conversation. It was great. Yeah, we're having a great time here in Ohio now. The weather's going to start to change, as you know, Rich. How's it in Cleveland? It's you know, fally, and gray, and yeah, wet. So uh, I think we had good weather in Chicago. I think we lucked out. It was nice. It was nice. Um, representing the credit union model, the chief mortgage officer for one of the more prolific credit union originators in America, Green State Credit Union, formerly University of Iowa Credit Union, the biggest Iowa Hawkeye fan I know. Uh, Can you see the picture in the background? <laughs> there it is, yeah. Ryan Dorman. Ryan, good to see you. Rich, good to see you. Uh, still catching up on sleep. Right now, thankfully, it's it's late Friday. So after this, I'm out of here. Evidently, there was a few late night gatherings uh, in Chicago. So there, uh, there, there were a few. Hence, they happened. So, and representing the bank model from Centennial Bank, the only person most of us know from Little Rock, Arkansas, Keith Little. The title is uh, Chief Complaint Officer. So. <laughs> already some good banter in the chat keep it coming uh really want to want to hear what you guys are seeing and and feeling out in the marketplace and what you're doing to come out on the other end of this cycle stronger and and that's what we're going to focus on today so i wanted to start by just going through our panelists one at a time and just getting their kind of top takeaways for the week those of you that have never been to a tmc conference it is hyper focused on um, exchange of best practices, a bazillion different breakout rooms, every one of them lender led, very interactive, very much a roll up your sleeves and let's get better approach to conference. So uh, curious to hear what our correspondents took away from the week. Katie, uh, we'll start with you. Yeah. So first of all, um, I, I appreciate that when business is good, we drink a lot. And when business is bad, we drink a lot. There was a very common theme between the last year and this year. Um, but honestly, I really also appreciated business is, you know, tightening. There's not as much out there. And your conference is always great. And the people who go to the conferences are so great at collaboration and sharing. And this is kind of a market where, you know, everybody is really out to get as much business as possible because there's not that much of it. And people were still super open to giving ideas and helping people. And I love that about TMC. And so that's a testament to all the members of your organization and you guys as leaders. So thank you very much 
Um, it was still upbeat, even though there was a lot of, of doom and gloom. Um, one of the main things that I got out of it was everybody is working on diversifying their platform, offering as many products as they can, finding niche products, just any way to go after whatever business is out there that they can actually get their hands on. But everybody was super willing to share their ideas, how they were doing it. Um, and then the common theme for the last few years was automation. And this time it was kind of not necessarily automation to, to be the new shiny object, but automation to cut costs um, so that we can all, you know, make it through this, this downturn and come out, come out on top, you know, or come out at the end, um, ready to drink again. So I thought it was a great conference and, and I really appreciate everybody on this call and, and everybody else that was there. Um, that's my takeaways. Simple, but to the point. Thank you. And you're a big part of that. I think we had you leading 18 or 19 sessions, it seemed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, people are tired of hearing me talk, so I'll try to keep it short. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Teresa Rose, Western Ohio Mortgage, your takeaways from the week. So a couple of things. Um, first of all, I guess with what has just happened in Florida, uh, one of the things that I, I really don't think that we've been pushing too much to the forefront because we have the you know, the purchase woes and, and the interest rate woes. Um, but Mark McArdle from CFPB was talking about uh, the climate risk and the fact that it doesn't look like flood zones are enough anymore with all of the climate activity we have. And of course, you know, I, I have a loan officer that's in Cape Coral. He actually rode that hurricane out instead of leaving. I, I don't know why he did that, but he luckily was at an elevation that he didn't get flooded, but his dad just north of there, his dad's house was is gone and is not properly in, or adequately insured for certain natural disasters. So it is definitely something that is probably going to be in everybody's uh, radar coming up because there are more and more natural disasters. People aren't covered adequately. We're trying to rebuild. I don't know where these people are going to go, how they're going to get things rebuilt, but it's quite, quite, a, quite a mess. The other thing, you know, to kind of tag on what Katie says, I love uh, the one session that we do every year that I love going to is the $100,000 hour where everybody just shares their ideas around the table. You have to bring a cost saving idea. And there were uh, 55 people in the room. And, and I always get $100,000 of ideas out of that. Um, if, if you get just two, if you just get two strong takeaways that you can go back and, and fine tune at home, you'll you'll probably save money. And right now, just knowing how focused everybody is on that, uh, cutting costs where they can uh, without having to lose human uh, touch, you know, we, you, you try, trying to cut other costs and not having to uh, uh, lose our, any of our people in doing that uh, was at the forefront. So I got a lot out of it. It was a great time. Awesome. The nuggets, the nuggets. I, I love seeing that when, you know, discussion in a session and somebody's like, oh my God, I didn't know I could do that. Or I've been overpaying to do that for years. Or, oh my God, mm -hmm. I've been, why? Like, oh, I just saved $42,000. I just did the <laughs> I love that, especially in this, this type of climate. And to Katie's point earlier, the level of sharing always strong at a TMC conference. But at this one, it was, we had a lot of new members there. It was sometimes they, you know, take a conference or two to kind of ease their way into what is a shocking level of openness at a TMC conference. But uh, this week it was it was sharing at, at levels uh, I've not yet seen so which is a great thing so 
Good stuff. Next, we will turn to our friend Ryan Dorman, uh, Green State Credit Union, for his takeaways from the week. Yeah, just echo the first two, and and I'm glad Teresa touched on that. Thoughts and prayers to everybody down in Florida and, and battling that. Um, just just craziness seeing all those pictures. So I appreciate her bringing that up. And it's rare that I ever agree with anything that Miss Katie says, but <laughs> I do. This is being recorded. I hope this is being recorded. You always will find us arguing, always. (laughs) Except I didn't agree with her OnlyFans comment during the debate. Uh, Everybody agrees. That was good. That was good. I did give you props on that. But uh, from a collaboration piece, um, could not agree more. It is. It's difficult for us uh, as a credit union to sometimes find uh, folks in that space. Uh, We love them and we love helping folks, but it's hard to find those in, in the credit union market that kind of do things the way we do it. So I appreciate, you know, being able to talk to IMBs and to banks without uh, throwing the credit union or without throwing the uh, the no tax thing in my face uh, all the time, uh, which again, Keith, took you 10 seconds in the debate, by the way. Uh, but uh, I, you know, it's, I don't know, third or fourth conference and, um I could not agree more with the level of interaction that we're we're able to get there. And, you know, we brought a big contingent there, uh, as you're well aware, Rich, and and everyone else on here. So all, you know, I know I speak for the rest of our supervisors that they they got a lot out of it. And I was excited to see, um, you know, the creative strategies to reach the underserved. You know, Rich and you and I have talked about on on another webinar that you and I have done on our commitment to help end the uh, racial home ownership gap in, in our state, which is, uh, thir- you know, is just embarrassing to me. And um, it's good to see that session was going on. I know we sent a few people there to get, get some ideas and we're going to reach out to those folks uh, and talk to them. And then lastly, the, the non-QM session, you know, we don't do a lot of that. Our QM is our in-house portfolio product, which, uh, you know, right now with the squeeze and liquidity, uh, throughout the nation, you know, we, we've had to kind of pull back on our portfolio stuff. And so we need something that kind of will help replace that a little bit. And we found that session to be extremely beneficial to us. Outstanding. Yeah. Green State always brings a big contingent, was honored with a really nice award we we gave to you guys just for, it's almost impossible for an organization to be as immensely just involved with, with TMC as Green State has. And uh we appreciate that, Ryan, and thank you for the nice words. So, thank you. And our bank model member from Centennial Bank, Keith Little, your takeaways from the week. Um, you know, to me, it's like these deals. I think my first one was whenever we were in Scottsdale, not collab, but like that first conference. So I don't know, like five years ago. It's more like a family reunion than a conference. Uh, you know, I saw Carnes in the chat box. We used to work together in a past life. Uh, I think Katie's like the crazy cousin that just kind of follows you around because every dinner <laughs> I went to, there she was. Um, but no, it, it's good to, you know, it's it's kind of like our collab, you know, it's we've all got the same problems and it's it's nice to, uh, even if we don't come up with a solution for everybody to kind of <laughs> at least talk about it. Um, and one thing else, you know, it seems like, yeah, it's kind of hard times for loans right now, but everybody was kind of focused on improving their reputation, uh, you know, getting better, smarter, and faster at what we do. Um, 
as FHFA does not really like you uh, calling the shots and uh, deciding what you think the conforming loan limit's going to be. <laughs> but, you know, not as much takeaway, but uh, to Teresa's point, yeah, we've got more more bank branches in Florida than anywhere. So we had, uh, we probably had two dozen folks that wrote it out between South Florida and Central Florida. And, uh, you know, we had a call with our whole division yesterday to kind of explain why you can't get a part of FHA rate these days. Um, and, you know, we, we had a lot of people that were hurting without power, you know, flooding stuff. But, you know, we went through, hey, these are what you do in a disaster. You got to go back, get this inspection and whatnot with the loans in the pipeline. And, you know, I told them, I was like, hey, guys in Arkansas and Texas, don't tune out because, unfortunately, there's there's no no place in our footprint or anywhere that's immune to natural disasters now. If it's, you know, turn, you know the hurricanes are obvious, but, you know, tornadoes, flooding, fires, um, it seems to be getting more and more prevalent. I think it's going to be a bigger issue for us to wrap our heads around as an industry. Absolutely. And it, you know, it was, it was not fascinating. It was great to see at just the conference this week, just, you know, leaders like yourselves and other leaders. It, I'm not alluding that, you know, during the good times, leaders don't have a handle on everything going on in their business. Yeah. Obviously that varies, but right now uh, we just see our members just examining every part of their business, all the third parties they use, really just picking apart their businesses, um, rebuilding them to a certain degree for, you know, what lies ahead. And uh, that was really an, an interesting takeaway to me, kind of, Katie, going back to just the level of engagement that we saw in general. I mean, rooms, we always have build room I and mean, people, you know, more so at our conferences and others go to the sessions, but uh, the rooms were packed. People were really, it, this was like, let's roll up our sleeves. Let's figure out how to get better. And I know you were a big part of those talks, Katie, but we saw that all week. Yeah. I mean, there were people who were sharing, they don't, they're not proprietary, but like, you know, they had a leg up on certain products and, um, you know, they were sharing it in, in our, um, the round table that we had for the IMBs that were over a billion dollars or whatever. I mean, everybody in that room is a, is a competitor and they were just so open to what they were doing to get ahead. And even if we don't take those ideas, you know, sometimes it just gets our thought process going, or we understand a lot of times, like we're seeing this advertisement for a certain product and like, how are people getting that product? Well, now I was, I've connected with credit unions, even though Ryan and I just made fun of each other for three days straight. But now I know where that product is coming from. They're able to to offer these kinds of things. So um, it was just, I was so surprised. I thought people would be a little guarded and and they were the complete opposite. And, and it was so nice to see. And somehow everybody at TMC is so fun and hilarious. That it's just a, a big party with the, your crazy cousin for four days straight. <laughs> It's why I'm in this job. I, in my days as a lender, I was involved with a, a similar organization. I just, as a young, at the time, leader, got so much more out of it than anything I was doing. Just like being in rooms with people I knew and got a chance to like and respect and being able to have just no hold bards discussions about, um, you know, the way that you're running your business and decisions you're making. And, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Or if you used like so much easier to be able to talk to people about those experiences instead of... Uh, instead of flying blind. And uh, Teresa, we had some fun with you at the debate, you know, being a small IMB, all the MA you had, you came out in like a, a masquerade mask. And I was going to wear it today, but I wasn't sure. 
Anybody would understand it. We <laughs> joked about how, you know, your company was acquired backstage before the debate. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of fun with uh, with all that. But what you kept coming back to in the debate, um, you know, is is what we're seeing now from large companies too, is like your kind of argument as a small IMB owner was like, listen, I am involved in everything and you can come right to me on anything. And, you know, as the business is kind of contracted, we're seeing more companies move towards that. And clearly not as much of that during the two years of refi madness, but a lot of, a lot of leaders just much more immersed in their businesses right now. Yeah. So uh, it's funny, the, some of the things that I brought back from TMC and even before, you know, really been trying to engage, especially the loan officers, because they, they don't know what to tell the referral partners. Realtors are panicked. Everybody's panicked. And I literally got a call today from a loan officer who is generally filled with sarcasm. And actually when he called me, I thought that's why he was calling me because I just sent out uh, a new invitation to a weekly teams meeting that I wanted him to participate in. And, uh, he called and he says, Hey, I just, I just want to tell you, I really, really, really appreciate everything you're doing to try to, you know, navigate through this. And I was waiting for uh, but, and I, and I didn't say anything. He says, and that's it. I said, really, that's it. You just wanted to call to say thanks. He said, yeah. And that's just not characteristic for him. He says, yeah, but when I went through, cause he wasn't with us in 2008. He said, when I went through 2008, I don't feel like our, our leadership, they didn't tell us anything. We, it just kind of got dumped in their lap and we didn't know what to do. So he, he seemed to genuinely appreciate it. And that made me feel a little bit better. But, but the truth is that every one of us, even though we debated, you know, who's got the better model, we each have strengths, we each have weaknesses. It's just how we choose to do our business and, you know, who, who our client is or who we want our client to be. And uh, so everybody, you know, every platform has got, has got their advantages. Um, I just personally, it was a personal choice for me um, to to run my business the way I do because I just I can sleep better at night knowing that this is the, any of the decisions that are being made are mine and pretty much mine alone. And if they go sideways, I have no one to blame but me. So that's kind of how I feel about it. And then Ryan, we get the debate Sunday, which was great, and you know Sunday night opening, and then Monday. Market opens the worst day for the bond market in 35 years. So I'm like, no, this thing, oh, come on. But then it was just two and a half more days of it was a really optimistic tone, uh, really at the conference. You know, and as a former depository guy my whole life, like the depositories, you guys got to kind of got the wind at your back right now. It, uh, you know, the ability to do some different things in the we had a lot of fun, you know, making fun of the IMBs and the lack of arms. And we clearly made fun of the depositories for a lot of things as well. Um, you know, but, uh, it, uh, it was a very positive outcome. You personally gave a great testimonial for the credit union. I know a lot of our credit union members in attendance were like, Oh, damn, that was like, uh, that was good. He, <laughs> he did us good up there. But, well, you have to constantly um, stick up for yourself, right? When you're in the, the credit union world. So um, it was good. It was good to see more there as well. Uh, it's a funny story though. I don't know if it was Monday or Tuesday, but rates had just came out. We were in some session. I can't remember which one it was and they popped open their rates and it was, you know, seven and a quarter. And I popped open ours and it was like six and a half. I'm like, you can come over to the the good side here. <laughs> so we got a little, got a little, the uh, fun ribbing at that, but um, no, and I just want to throw a plug out there too about, you know, engagement, right? You know, we, we talked about this 
Um, you know, I joined TMC, I don't even, I don't know, Rich, was it four or five years ago? And just being able to, um, you know, I remember the first conference kind of being scared, to be honest with you. Um, didn't know anybody. There's like two credit unions, us in Lake Michigan, maybe Idaho Central, I don't know, and didn't even know where they were. Um, and sometimes if you don't get involved, um, you, you know, you don't go up and introduce yourself, depending on how many people are there. It's easy. You know, when we send seven people, we already always have friends there. But, you know, the first few we didn't. I think might have just been me and one other person. And it can be a little intimidating when everyone's friends and, and talking and you're kind of the, the odd uh, company out, especially when you're a credit union, um, you know, years ago. And but you stick with it. OK, continue to get involved. You know, you're usually using Amy and Faith and Angie and Ashley and all of them and, um, you know, saying yes to some of these webinars that they want to do. You know, when vendor partners want to jump on and um, do an interaction uh, webinar uh, that, that you partner with, get involved. Right. And the more people um, that you get involved with, uh, the more doors that open. And that's I, truly what has happened with us um, the last few years is we keep going to the conferences and we keep meeting more and more people and more and more vendor partners that we work with that are that are helping our business. And so, you know, for those that are on and listening that maybe are first year members or, you know, maybe haven't got um, totally immersed in, in the full experience, I encourage you to do so and reach out to people, uh, get their opinion, um, have them introduce you to people. And because that that truly is what's going to help you in these times right now when you need people to, to lean on and collaborate with and ask questions with, um, that has been a game changer for us, uh, especially right now when we have, you know, I know I can call any one of these folks and then every, anybody that I um, collaborate with at the, the conference and, and pick their brain on stuff. So I encourage people to, to get active and get involved and uh, introduce people to, to others. Now yeah. there's credit unions crawling all over TMC. You guys were like everywhere. That's right. <laughs> you got to stick together. Because like I Come thought on. credit unions only existed, you know, like in Iowa. Where are you guys all coming from? <laughs> I see why we have Katie in the debate. She's, oh, yeah, uh, exactly. It's always tongue in cheek, but uh, it's entertaining. And I agree. Not- I also agree with everything Ryan said. So we're both upset about agreeing with the other one. So yeah. <laughs> every everything he said was was 100% accurate. Keith, you're the longest tenured member of TMC. I, rem- I distinctly remember meeting with you at MBA Secondary. I, I was like terrified. We had just got this thing started. You were nice enough to give a meeting to me, and you know, uh, you know, said something along the lines of, you know, hey, you know, I seem like a good guy. We're gonna give this a chance. And uh, I, I just, I've told you this before, but I, I really appreciate it. That that was at a time where we really needed members, and it's been awesome to see you become such a well-liked and well-respected member of our network, and a guy you would never admit it, and but, but that that the bank members really look up to, and uh, uh, it's been fun just seeing Centennial grow uh, as you took over the helm there, and, and just as you guys have been TMC members, so pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's been a fun ride. Um, it's a uh... You know, it's a uh, TMC's been great. It's that uh, I remember when I got into this business, I thought, uh, man, mortgage sounds boring. I don't want to do that. Uh, and it's it's been far from it. I mean, this week alone's been a roller coaster. Uh, yeah, I think most of us process every stage of grief and and uh, <laughs> uh, all, all in one week. So I, it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, I mean, it really feels like the TMC steps of family reunion every time. 
Um, and there's, you know, Katie's not the only crazy cousin. There's some that, you know, <laughs> uh, we, we had to see. We're happy they survive every conference, you know. <laughs> you the there's a lot of them at TFC. There's a lot of fun to be had. Oh, and, and for clarification, I own more than one red hat, you know. So, <laughs> so we, uh, I mean, who who doesn't want to see Alabama get beat on Saturday? I don't right. know. I don't know if Scotty Pickle you. made it, but, you know. What is oh my gosh. What's, the, what's the battle cry? Uh, Razorback battle cry? Yeah, we're not, we're not, we actually have a rule you can't call the hogs on Zoom calls with more than 270 people. So it <laughs> good stuff. Well, we got about 10. We've agreed to cut it a little short today. People have got uh Halloween costume plans and happy hour plans. Got about 10 minutes left. So it's what 10 minutes open dialogue, positive things about the current climate. I'll get it started by. Say just the demand to buy housing in America is insatiable. You have so many people that want to buy houses right now. Uh, the market forces that are preventing a lot of it are, you know, by factors of weird things and the pandemic. And um, so that's the one thing I just kept hearing all week is is lots of lenders saying, man, I have so many people that uh, we are just ready to help and just ready to put in homes the second the market and the system kind of regulates a little bit. So I'll start with that and I'll just open it up to our panelists and all our attendees. Positivity. Let's 10 straight minutes of positive stuff uh, as we head into the fall of what's been not the most flowery year. If you want some volunteers to start, I'll say something. You know, this is uh, yeah. There's there's still that demand, but you know, how much is everybody focused on on the home buyer education a- aspect? You know, we've been everybody's had a book of business that hadn't hadn't had to get out and look for it as much. But I think the public is now really looking to uh, to you know for people to be the voice of reason, the calm in the storm, and and explain the options that are out there. You know, what percentage of the country still thinks they've got to have a you know. 20% to put down to buy a house and just, you know, mentally disqualifies themselves. So I think it's, it, you know, it's a good opportunity for us to get out and explain. And maybe now it's not the time, maybe it's the spring, maybe it's two years from now, but you, know, you can go ahead and plant those seeds and, and really focus on the education aspects. Love it. Yeah. I think, you know, I talked to uh, loan officers again, when I got back from TMC, we had a, a, a weekly meeting, our weekly call about, what they're seeing and you know how much is the rate the the sticker shock of rate affecting their buyers and it was really the same sentiment is they still want to buy if we can figure out a way to make that fit they they aren't afraid of of saying well you know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna take this rate for a while but I know I feel confident I'm going to have a refi opportunity down the road that's going to make this perfect for me and I think they do um, most of the people that we're talking to do understand that if you find the right house, we need to try to find a way to make this fit if we can. And whether you're using, you know, even if you're using buy downs, even that's even though that's not a qualifying tool, it's still a psychological tool to help them get through. Okay, I can, I, you know, I can start out with this payment a little lower until I get a refinance opportunity. Um, so I, I think in general, um, the the consumer sentiment isn't quite as bad as some people might think with rates being as high as they are and with affordability still being an issue. But 
our first time buyers are always going to be there. And they're the ones that keep coming and saying, look, I've got to find a way in a house. Rents are killing me. I can't keep renting. I've got to find a solution. So awesome. Arlen yeah, Officer I, just optimistic. I agree with everything she says. I'm in Keith's camp too on the education piece, both yourself um, as a team, leadership, um, and, and your borrowers, right? Let's be honest. The last few years, we have not had a lot of time to do anything except for lock loans and close loans and run around with your head cut off and trying to get people called back. Right. And so I feel like us at least feel we've got great lenders, but uh, we haven't kept up on some of the educational pieces. And as Katie liked to point out in the debate, you know, we don't do any education. Um, okay. But so we're focusing on that. We're looking at different products that, um that others have right we we try to act like a imb so we can't just have you know four separate investors plus our portfolio product we have to get creative in other products out there to compete and to offer uh other other options to borrowers and then finally you know lenders hate it when i say this and it, it hasn't been easy the last few years for you know the hours and everything that you've had to try to balance but as far as getting leads kind of has, right? And so people are looking for trusted advisors that know what the hell they're talking about, that will give them all the options instead of just throwing them in a 30-year fix at, you know, 2.75%. Um, that, you know, how are we talking? How, how are we going through the sales cycle and becoming that trusted advisor? What tools are out there that we can use now that, which we saw a lot of good ones, right? A lot of our preferred partners have them. Uh, so what can we utilize there to show our, show the uh, the borrowers that one, we know what we're talking about, but um, but all of the options out there, because it just last few years has been churn and burn and let's on to the next one. Absolutely. Katie. Yeah, the I don't remember what general session it was because I'm I barely am alive during those. I can barely make it to them, but. Um, one of them, they mentioned that housing, regardless of your political affiliation, is is an agenda item that they're taking seriously and they're talking about. And that's encouraging to see that, you know, maybe we're finally going to start tackling some of these affordability issues or how to get loans to low to moderate income borrowers. Um, housing is at the forefront of everyone's mind, regardless of which way you lean. And so that was one positive thing that, you know, it's nice to hear. You know, it's not, it's something that people are actively thinking about and working on, and it is important. And I think that's great for our industry. Good stuff. Some stuff is coming to chat. Uh, some love from Cleveland Transplant, Dave Conway, about my Guardians, uh, youngest team to win the division in the modern era of baseball. Uh, building our future pipelines with loans to the point somebody just made. Yeah, like pipelines just full of past and potential future uh, customers. Uh, a note about somebody that was just out at the NAREP conference, the excellent organization that's uh, our co-owner, uh, Gary Acosta, is the uh, CEO of. Um, and, you know, just talking about how, you know, this is like a normal market now, you know, since we got up in the 7%, it, it's it's yeah. tailed up a little bit. You know, to that point, really, to the, this point this year, this has been a normal, historically, purchase market. It's just as felt awful because we were we were juiced, juiced up all that refi and um some other some other good stuff coming in the chat and uh got just a couple minutes left but uh uh just open it up to the group um any other final thoughts uh takeaways to take our audience 
into the weekend here. Uh, we'll go uh, in the same order we just did, and then we'll start with Keith. Uh, I don't know. I've used up all my content. <laughs> that's no, why I, I think that yeah, that's yeah. an interesting comment about it being normal. We got used to it being so so overwhelmingly good. Uh, you know, rates are probably more normalized. The market's more normalized, but we're just not used to normal. Um, and so normal's not a bad thing. And, you know, God bless if we get some balance between buyers and sellers, that's good. Uh, I think it's just kind of like rates. We got used to a certain momentum. And then when it slowed to, you know, if you're going 100 down the interstate and you, you see a cop and you slow down to, to 75, it feels like you're going slow, but you're actually going the speed limit. And I, I think that's what we're doing right now. We're just trying to figure out how we uh, how we get used to cruise control and, and steering around potholes. I didn't, I didn't know you guys had speed limits in Arkansas, but uh, now I do. So, yeah. Is there a lot of deep thoughts by Keith? Are, are we writing these down for shirts and stuff? Well, I mean, you know, it, you can't go that fast when you're in a, a wagon. So, you know. <laughs> Listen, we'll, we'll get our social media people. We'll get them on there in the, the pig suey helmet. Yeah. And the Jack handy. Like we get- you can Deep take anything thoughts. he says seriously with that thing on his head. Yeah. I don't think anybody does anyway. So this <laughs> this is just to make you all feel better about not not taking me seriously. So Teresa, 20 seconds to take us into the weekend. Okay. Just con- my motto has always been control the things you can. Let the rest go. You can't control the market. You can't control rates. You can't control inventory, but you can control your motivation of your of your team and and which direction you go. So just focus on the things that you do have some control over and let the rest go. Love it. Love it. Sage advice. Ryan Dorman, take yep. us the weekend. I love it. I didn't agree with a lot of things during the debate with Teresa. That was that was picture <laughs> perfect. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. And we will all get through this together, but we have to collaborate, as I mentioned uh, a few times on this. Uh, stick together and battle it, and it's going to turn around. Love it. Katie Klaus, take us home. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of talk about back to the basics, and I think that's important. It's not necessarily, it is a more normal market. And so take it back to what you know, and don't freak out. There's coffee for the morning and wine for, you know, the evening. So we'll get it. We'll make it through. Last couple of years, you know, we're about the running backs and the wide receivers. And uh, now it's like life in the trenches, right? You need good offensive linemen, good defensive linemen, and you got to win games the way the Browns are trying to right now. So, mm. but uh, with are that, are they winning games? We're two and one. And we oh, five. there you go. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, well, guys, thanks so much for all you do for our network. Uh, I, I can't, I'm so appreciative of uh, all the sessions you led and your participation in the debate, your participation today, and how much you share of yourselves uh, with our network to make everybody stronger. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys all for, for coming on today. Thank you. Have a good weekend, yep. everybody. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. To our Come audience, next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern. This is The Rundown with Robin Rich. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next Friday at 3 Eastern. Take care, guys. For more information about how you can get involved with TMC Connect and witness the power of the network firsthand, please visit us at mortgagecollaborative.com.